0: that's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. dDW Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Nothing for you. $10. You have been shot. Fuck off you. That useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas.
2: Bam! Bam! very
1: serious.
2: God, the craziest chef in the world From Food Network, Raw Firmizer And from Hell's Kitchen, the mentor, the Junior Together, they are Chewing the fat with King and Meat
1: Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy with Rob Burmeister and Chef Clemenza Caserta. You know what's great
3: about this now? We got the Food Network star Sunday night, and then we got Chewing the Fat Monday night. Yeah. We got a little back-to-back action.
1: We have something to talk about.
3: (laughs) We have something to talk about. And I want to mention right off the bat, thanks to my boy Rob, he got the Big and Beefy clip scene on uh, the Food Network star yesterday.
1: Yeah, a little Big and Beefy food hacks.
3: Yeah, the food hacks that they can't open up.
1: Yeah, Thank God, and
3: I really would have loved to see the one with the saran wrap belt of you in the kitchen with your pants falling down. I think it would have been so much better than the bottle opening with the can opener, but, you
1: know. Yeah, well, we did a few of them. We it's did. You got to check
3: it out. Yeah, go on YouTube, check it out.
1: Yeah, get the, uh, the bring yeah, a, a bagel back to life. Bringing
3: the bagel back to life.
1: Can uh, opening bottles with knives and, yeah. and uh, tongs. And then we had the egg yolks with the water bottle. We had the yeah. saran wrap belt. And I think that was it. I think you came up with all the food hacks too.
3: <laughs> I think I just ate the food. <laughs> you came up with the hacks, I drank the beer and ate the
1: fucking food. Yeah. But, you know, another another week down under the belt for food Network. Right. So right right to, uh, What's that? Lives
3: to survive another day? Yeah. Something like that. I don't know if
1: you gotta uh, yeah. yeah. Something.
3: Lives to fight another day.
1: Yeah. Bottom three, two weeks in a row. Uh, that's right. Know. That
3: was the bottom two fucking seven weeks in a row on Ellen's Kitchen. Yeah. What the fuck does that mean? I was I think I think I hold. them me the first or second but most times up for elimination.
1: Yeah, and that's that's where they whoop the freaking do came in, right? Yeah. whoop the fucking fuck fuck do. Exactly. Right. Like,
3: <laughs> whoop the <laughs> fucking do. You know, yeah. it doesn't make a difference. It's it's all a matter of coming back and you know, and I don't even think you deserve to be in the
1: bottom fucking three. No, I don't either. But, you know... But, you know, that's that's show business. And I
3: I gotta say it, I knew you were getting stuck with the turkey dog. As soon as I saw the turkey dog, I'm like, they're gonna make him do the fucking turkey dog. Yeah. Because that's just how it goes. You know, if that would have been me, I would have got the tofu.
1: Yeah. I mean, I could have picked the tofu.
3: But, no, I mean, I'm saying, if that would have been me, I would have got stuck with the tofu. But I knew you were either getting the tofu or the turkey dog. Yeah. But, you know what? What was The fuck who tailgates tofu? And I guess that's the whole point of it, but...
1: Right. Yeah, you know, they got, got best to worst.
3: Yeah. yeah. And I Actually, think you did they were like, only two job. bad things. Of course, wrapping the turkey, dog, and bacon. Great fucking idea, of course. You know, the root beer fucking sauce was fucking phenomenal. I've seen you do that before, so I know. The funny thing is, is I know how that tastes. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: I was like, yeah, that works. You know, and then, and then they fucking, yeah, I'm not even going to get
1: started yeah. because,
3: we love the Food Network here at the Big and DP
1: Show. Yeah, exactly. You know? It's just, you know, when it's your turn to be in the bottom, it's your turn.
3: It is when you it is. The competition, yeah. you know, they edit, they do what they want, yada, yada, yada. Right. But I thought you did a fantastic job, especially when you said, I had muscles like that, not. <laughs> well, <laughs> never. Never, yeah, never. There you go.
1: <laughs> but, and then after last night when Monterey got sent home, they had Star Salvation. It was Yaku, Aaron, and Monterey. And my man Aaron got sent home. Okay. To get back on the show. So All right. you know, but I'm going out there next week. I think the you know, it's the whole cast gets together and yeah, we got Raven. We got uh, okay, it's Raven yeah, and Phil on Raven the Raven and Phil in the uh, green room. We'll get to you. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So yeah, next next Sunday, got another episode. God knows what's gonna happen. I don't
2: know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, that's cool. I think I know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know the biggest thing that I've enjoyed so far is that kids are my fans. Uh, My biggest fans are kids. I was in the store up at Bagels, uh, bread and butter the other day, and this little kid comes in like he just got out of a pool. He had no shirt on. He's all like waterlogged, eyes red, and he's like, (laughs) excuse me. Chef Rob, right? You're on Food Network, so I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, my father wants to punch the woman in the face that versed you with the blonde hair for the, that does Cuban food. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, thanks. He goes, I hope you win. And then I went to my softball game, and a friend of mine's daughter was there. She came for Father's Day, but really to meet me. <laughs> so we took pictures. Then I went to this, like, family and friends reunion, like my mother's and father's old friends with all the kids, and then their kids. And all the little kids were, like, starstruck and taking pictures. Isn't it a cool, though? I love it. I love it. i remember had this little
3: kid coming up to me, and I gave him a bandana. Like, I, had, oh. I wrote, back then, I used to wear a lot of bandanas. Yeah. And I always had stacks of brand-new bandanas. I used to give them away or sign them. And I gave it to the little kid and signed it for him. And it was cool, because, like, a week later, I saw him
2: wearing it. Yeah. I
3: was like, look, I got your bandana. What, I got your bandana. He was, like, oh, awesome. excited. I was like, well, that's really friggin' cool.
1: Yeah. So cool, and, this was It's the coolest thing that ever came out of it. It,
3: it makes you it makes it worth all doing. When you can put a smile on a kid's face and you just feel so humbled and right. so grateful that you can, you're able to do that for
1: someone. Yeah. You know, it's you know the best cool. is, half of these kids, I've known my, their whole life. And they're like, oh, hi, hi, hi. But now that on TV, they're like, they just walk up to me and stare at me like they never met me before. Yeah. I've been yeah. in a house a thousand times yeah, and messing strength. around with them and stuff, you know? Like, it's, it's really a strange cool, feeling. <laughs> yeah, I really dig it, but you know, so we got next week. But the uh the family, the family and friends reunion it was cool. Everyone was talking about the podcast, who listens to it, who yeah. loves listening to it, how's Clem? Everyone's asking me how's Clem. We love them on Hell's Kitchen and Nice. You know, it, it's pretty cool. But I don't know. That's about it though. We had a couple a funny. couple
3: other shows come on again with
1: the Master Chef and uh I,
2: you know I, uh, <laughs> yeah. so Jesus, I don't know.
1: I don't get cooks versus cons. I don't get I, I
3: like it, but I mean, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a weird show.
1: Right, I because when well, they, they show, oh, I'm a con, but they deal in food. They're either a food blogger, or they've cooked at home. And yeah, it's not it, like it, you're thinking of a mechanic right out of the garage and exactly. making them, you know. I do them like Jeffrey
3: Zatarian. I am a big JGZ yeah. fan. You know, I do like the guy, but I, it's so many shows. I mean, I remember when you used to turn on the Food Network, or even you go on demand the Food Network, and it was like eleven shows.
2: Right. You know, you had
3: Emerald, you had Vitaly, you had Bobby Flay on it. Now it's all chop, 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 cutthroat, 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 cutthroat. Right, chop, cutthroat, chop, chop, chop. Yeah, chop this, chop your mother, chop your sister's ass, chop your guts. Gotcha. Sure. You know, it's just enough. I mean, it's a great show. But again, just like Hell's Kitchen. It's they're beating
1: it to Change
3: them. Exactly. Change something around. Throw a fucking wrench in the game. Change something up. I get it. The chop chopped kids the chopped champion, the chopped barbecue, chopped your mother. the fuck out of you. Chopped celebrities.
1: I watched one the other the other week with uh, sitcom. I want to
3: see chopped fat handicapped guys. Mm. That's what I want to <laughs> see. Chopped fat handicapped guy episode. And I want to go on.
1: Limbless people,
3: yeah, yeah exactly. 12 <laughs> inch cock chops, yeah. you know. I mean, come on, what else? The I mean, thing, really, how far can they go with this? Right. It's like you know, you listen to a great song on the radio and you love it, and then by six months, you want to fucking hate it because it's just everywhere you fucking go and it becomes annoying,
2: right?
3: You know, let, let a season go by, let four months go by without the show coming on again, got 12 different variations
2: of it. Yeah. Because
1: well, you know, it's funny. As I was on season one of Chopped in two thousand nine, and they were up to season like twenty seven already. Yeah. Because,
3: like, how do you do? Yeah, that? same thing with Cutthroat. I think I was. on I don't even know what season. To this day, I still don't know what season Cutthroat I was on. I
1: think I, think I was because I was at the end of one, and then you were on two weeks later in the next season. Yeah. Which was like six and seven or something like that. I think eight, I was nine. nine.
3: I think I was All nine. Right, yeah. And now it's up to like fifteen.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm like, ooh, it's like every six
1: months, think. It's yeah. something. Like that. Or yeah. What well, no, has, have you watched that celebrity food fight? It's like an old game. It's like it reminds me of the '70s when all these celebrities would get together on some weird game show and just be drunk and having fun. It's Andy Richter from the Conan O'Brien show is the host. Okay, and it's some celebrities, some Food Network people, what, and they were just hanging around and doing all these food games, like reaching in a box and trying to figure out what it is. What, what,
3: uh, what network is this on?
1: Food Network. Is it really? Yeah. I gotta check it out. Yeah, Celebrity Food I Plan. It, it it it's pretty cool. Okay. You know, it's because it's something different, you know, and well, the loser the thing, has to go I'm wash way, all I'm the way dishes. you just
3: said that. There, there, there needs to be something different. I'm tired of the mystery box, the basket. Come on. Enough is enough. The right. scallops, the Wellington, enough is fucking enough. Right. Now, I know season 337 of Hell's Kitchen is coming on a month, next month, and those season comes out, I believe.
2: I there so, is a new yeah. season.
3: I, they just announced it. But, I mean, come on. Do I really want to watch a guy getting yelled at about fucking scallops that we all know? Uh, if you don't know, you're going to know now. Or cut in half, and you have a nonstick saute pan to cook them in. If you're lucky, you get that the a spatula to flip them. If not, you're trying to do them on a stove that don't lower, smaller pan. I mean, come on, it's enough of the same thing. The shows are, look, you got the fucking, the the structure of the show down. It's a good, solid show, but must we repeat the same fucking competitions and side events over and over and
2: over? You know what it is?
1: We get it, because we've done them. Yes. People, there are fans out there that look forward to it and they love the show. Oh no,
3: and as a fan too, I like it too. But as a fan, I'm sick of. Right. You know, and, and, and the, the thing that I'm really starting to get me is when they break out and dance and songs out on these cooking shows. Like, let's bring on the church choir and right.
1: let's start dancing around and. Right, because that. Who does that? Yeah, it's because that's a run. They have to keep it a little fresh. So you know, they come up with bring. something
3: different. You want you want you want the best competition you are ever gonna give. Let somebody compete for a new car or a stack of fucking cash, and you'll get any one of us chefs to do anything. I'll basically lick your nuts for a new car. (laughs) I mean, let's be realistic. I'm sure you dabble in that too,
2: Rob.
1: Whatever. whatever Stack of cash? Yeah. Hell yeah.
3: Ten grand, I'll (laughs) jing you in while I flip a burger. I got no shame in my game.
1: Well, as you can see on last night's show, the fate of basically the fate of getting in the bottom three was decided on how well I do at a racing game. A yes. video game. Like, Which,
3: by the way, I have to tell you, was a little disappointing your, your arcade skills there, out. Well. And you even said, I'm not a gamer. I'm not a
1: gamer. I know. But, of but course. But race car game. <laughs>
2: well.
1: But then that, again. With that fiddling. You know, I guess, Yeah, I know. And, I know. I know. You
3: know. Your car don't go as fast as the other car type of thing.
1: Right. But, you and, know, and I'm wedged in a tiny seat, and everyone else and has I a giant couch. So like,
3: you know what was the funny thing about that? As I said. Wow, if I would have got that challenge, I would have kicked ass, and I saw you get in that seat, I'm like, I would have had to, like, stand up and wrap my leg around the fucking thing to the (laughs) dance pedal, because there's no way I'm thinking that, and it was bizarre, because it took me back to, it was funny, I'll tell you a quick funny story, when we went to do Hell's Kitchen, we were all in the hotel, going for the audition out in Cali, and we weren't supposed to talk to each other, right, and believe it or not, they had people everywhere. These people, like, behind the trees, popping out of stool. When you did something wrong, they were right there. They fucking right. caught you. But there was a bowling competition, a wee bowling competition in the lobby of the hotel. And they were giving away a $100 gift card to the steakhouse. Okay. And, of course, I'm like, this is all me. I'm a Nintendo guy. I'm a Wii guy. And I know, how to chick, I know how to chick fuck the thing when I bowl. Right. The bowl strike almost every time. And it's me, I can say that it was Royce, wanted some blonde chick that was on another season, somebody else, I don't even remember their name, that was on another season. No, you know, no disrespect to disrespect right sorry.
2: Right. I don't remember your
3: name, but, you know, we were all playing. They were hawking us. And I wound up winning the fucking day. I'm like, yeah, I got the $100. I went and I got a $98 steak. And I'm like, what else can I get for 2 bucks? <laughs> and I even said to the like, guy, what do you got for $2? Because <laughs> I want to spend $100. and not, Like, what do you got for 2 bucks? And he's like, I swear, I'm like, I'll take it.
2: Yeah,
3: <laughs> I'll fucking take it. Give me a but, double. <laughs> you're right, though. They, they they give you things that don't necessarily have to do with cooking. Look, look and there's video games, and I'm a gamer, but there's games that I can't play. Like I cannot play Call of Duty on PlayStation. I am like a dyslexic retard on crack. I can't move and shoot at the same time. Right. It's the most bizarre thing ever. The, the, the beginning of a game <sighs> that takes maybe four minutes took me seven days to fucking
2: walk yeah. through the game.
3: So I get it, but... You're right though. Come on, are you gonna throw in a video game to determine your faith on what you're gonna cook? And it's fun. It throws it mixes it up and it gives you yeah. a but the two oldest people coming yeah.
1: seventh and eighth. Yeah. You know, that don't do that. Yeah. And you know, it's sure. It was funny though I showed Damiano with his arm behind his back. Yeah, driving, well, like yeah. He's <laughs> driving
3: like the Ferrari or the fucking Lamborghini. Yeah. You know, that's what they do in Italy. They drive the fucking you can drive hundred miles an hour an hour You've gotta know how to drive if you're driving in Italy. You're driving Europe, you're driving yeah. fucking 80, 90, everywhere you go. Right, but he's a,
1: he says he's got, like, his own chair at home. He's got, like, the whole, like, everyone there plays video games. And I'm like, I'm screwed. You know, this is a pole position. Like, you know, give me a joystick. I don't want to have to do <laughs> And the funny thing is, Monterey ripped the steering wheel off because she's so hyper and stuff. And she went to like, ah, and the thing ripped off. That so would have been me. That, <laughs> the chair would have been collapsed. The
3: steering wheel would have been fell apart. And I would have been fucking cursing at the game.
1: Yeah. Of the screen. I sat on my nuts. Dude, I don't you know, even know. I thing. don't even know
3: how you fit into things because you're tall. People don't realize, you know. I they know you in person. You're you're
1: you're, you're tall. Yeah, and I, I was jammed. I was like, I was like ten pounds of bologna in a five-pound bag. Yeah. You know, I was. I didn't even think it. you could
3: have like lifted your hand and your foot up off the gas to hit the brake because. No, because I was it was yeah. hitting
1: the steering wheel like yeah. it was. But it is what it is, and I was, and I was happy, you know. And I
3: saw the look on your face. He's like, "I'm not a game." I was like, "Oh God, here we go."
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: You should have done like, something.
1: You should have went down in a blaze of glory and jumped on somebody. I was crashing. At... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People to I, my main goal is to run people off the road, but everyone was ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. I'm sure it was yeah. all good fun. Yeah. You know, but whatever. I got hot dogs. Uh, you know, that's right up my alley. It was not a
3: terrible thing, and I thought, like I said, I thought you did fantastic. Yeah. Turkey wrap bacon dog rupiah fucking barbecue sauce, yeah. the fucking I even did and onions. I even
1: did the um poblano chili relish because Bobby loves friggin' poblanos. And he's yeah. like, Oh, now you're speaking my language. They didn't mention that once. No. They mentioned it once. Anything nope. that I anything I actually talked about, they said I didn't talk about. But whatever. I enjoyed all the people coming up and Actually, when we were taping, they had all the tailgate people. One guy came up with his jaw open was like, I can't believe this. Me and my wife are your biggest fans from Cutthroat Kitchen. I can't wait to go home and tell her that. You were here on this, and we're going to root for you. Nice. I was like, thanks, but, But, you know. Nice. You know, so next week is next week, and, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see what's going on.
3: All right. Wait, oh, did we get into a little bit of food news? Yeah. All right. All right.
1: News
3: with Big and Beefy. I'll start it off with a little news out in Venezuela. Apparently, there's something going on. I'm going to read the article. I'm just reading this for the first time. It just got posted a couple of hours ago. And it's saying economic conditions have become so bad in Venezuela that they're ransacking grocery stores. Even though most of them are empty already, I, I guess there's all kinds of violence going on, and looting going around the country, and riots happening. That, literally, that are, they're saying that it's turning.
2: Deadly. deadly,
3: yeah. And it's crazy. More well, than four hundred people were arrested in a coastal city of, you know, me, Rob. I can't pronounce anything. Kumama, your mama. <laughs> <laughs> the coastal city of your mama, which is briefly placed under the de facto curfew. I guess twenty store. This is crazy. Now, yeah, is more this because, people
2: killed.
3: Is this because of the power? I mean, why? Why is this happening?
2: I think this an electric. Yeah, it's nationwide like, uh, sure uh,
3: electricity. Rationing, yeah. I guess for some reason they're, they're losing power, so they can't keep a lot of stuff fresh in grocery stores, and they, there's no way to power all this stuff. So they're trying to ration things out, and people are, aren't having it like and they, yeah. You know what gets me, though, know, about stuff like that? Look, I get it. Some people are getting fucked. But common sense, when does the common sense light bulb go off and say, hey, this is already fucked? If we all go nuts and destroy this, now we're really fucked.
1: Right. And why are you going in the store and stealing something that you can't even refrigerate at your own house because you're out of power? Yes. It's almost like, remember Hurricane Katrina? Absolutely. My favorite thing of that was when they were showing news, there were people wading in water up to their necks with brand new TVs above their heads. Yes. Where are you putting it? You don't even have a house on yes. electric. Yes. Where are you putting that TV? <laughs> I got to tell you, it was a 50-inch
3: glass, I may have been one of those guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I would have
3: did. But I would have held that shit up all fucking day. Yeah. No, but I get your point. It, it is a little ridiculous, you know. That's when instead of fighting, and that's when you're supposed to come together and band together. And we got a f- phone call. Let's think a phone call coming in. Let's make a Long Island phone call. All
1: right.
2: I don't know who this might hey, be. Hey, you're
1: chewing the fat with Big and Beefy.
4: Hey, this is Jesse again, man. I called last time about the empanadas. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, what's, hey up, what's up, brother?
2: Here? How
1: you doing, Jess? What's going on?
4: How you guys doing, man? Um, who who do you like for MasterChef? Master
1: Chef? Master Chef? You know, I don't know. It, it, it's it's
3: it's too early to, to tell for me. You know, I I'm, I'm, the, what I'm I tell you what I'm not like rather than who I'm like I don't like the fact that it's just Gordon and I think what's her name, Christina? Is that her name? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I think Daniel it's and, You know, or... they had they had um. I will say she's very easy on the eyes, but I, I don't like the fact that there's going to be a lot of baking again. Um. You know, it's starting to take off. I mean, Wolfgang Puck was on one of the episodes, which was kind of cool. It, it's hard to tell. I don't think there's not yet a front runner. I I, I kind of like the, the the kid who I think his name was Evan was that his name or Devin Evan. I'm really bad with fucking names, but he bombed the first, then he came back with something else, and he, he did really good. There's a couple of people on there that are going to be some front runners, but for me, it's just too early to tell
1: or too was early. The guy to tell. like Chef Dre or something make it through. I don't know, I don't know it's,
3: I don't get, I. It's the weird thing is man I'm a little toasted, I'm a little burnt out from the 80s So it takes me until about the 5th or 6th episode To start remembering people's names
1: well, well didn't they do something different this year Where two yeah, they people would go in and fight They
3: went head to head, which I thought at first was stupid But it
1: was kind of cool Yeah. How about you Jess, who's your fave?
4: I, I like the girl uh, Alyssa is her name?
1: Well alright, yeah well, you know, you get to you get to know them a little bit more as the weeks go on. You know, have you been watching Food Network Star? Do you have a favorite on that?
4: <laughs> no, I I haven't, but I, I I will watch it. But but I I, I want to tell you guys I messed up on my no carbs diet. <laughs> uh. well, you do
3: realize that my buddy Rob here is on this season of Food Network Star.
2: And
3: oh, I'm sorry.
4: do to <laughs> I'm the possible next Food Network star right here. Okay, oh, I apologize. So I called in last month. week, that's why. Yeah. yeah. So we just, <laughs> we just started talking. We just started talking food in general. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I brought up empanadas. when you go,
3: when you go back on your DVR, check mm-hmm. it out. Watch my buddy Rob. You'll see him. He's known as the Lunch Lady. Yeah.
1: And uh. Yeah. So you broke the no carb diet. Which is hard. I mean, it's hard in this day and age to not eat carbs. They're everywhere, and they're delicious.
4: I I, I did break the no-carb diet. and it, it, But, you know, I kid you not, I put on 10 pounds. Yeah, well, that's know. what it is.
1: When you give up something, and then you can have, just like people, like, they'll stop themselves. I put on
4: 10 pounds
3: in the way to the studio.
4: Are <laughs> you <laughs> <I'm> kidding me? <laughs>
3: well,
1: starving well, no,
4: yourself does work, though. I, I've tried it, does. it before I will, I will Right say it works
1: And then when you go You have a glass of water you, you freaking gain 30 pounds again Well no The
4: bad thing
3: about starving yourself Is this And, I, and I've and done it Believe it or not Me being me And me it's for I,
4: me, I, I used to do three days happens. No eating Yes, here's yeah. what happens
3: Here's the problem You're gonna starve yourself And then when you go to eat You're gonna fucking binge eat You're gonna break yeah. one day And you're gonna fucking Like I did it I, I was starving myself I was cutting down Half a dinner About eating lunch And then All of a sudden, I got put in front
1: of... (laughs) I was starving myself. I wouldn't eat lunch, and I had half a dinner. I didn't go
2: cake and
1: ice cream. I just had ice cream. I
3: just had ice cream, no. But then I I got put in front of a (laughs) sausage. I had the lot Italian bread, and what's with that? I ate the whole fucking
4: thing. I I understand what he means, though, because I I starved myself for three days with just coffee and water. And right. I lost eight pounds.
1: Do so you smoke? And
4: I got up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, Do you smoke at all? I you need smoke to cigarettes? eat something. So
1: I made, like, four bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Oh, for yeah, myself. yeah. See, well, but there's like, a trick, too. Yeah. There's a trick. They say if you wake up in the middle of the night hungry, you're just dehydrated to drink water, and you'll be fine. See that trick doesn't work for me. I try. No, me neither. I I reach behind my head and grab whatever snack I got later. Right now I am. Now here's, uh, here's
3: my trick. Cookies. If you wake up in the middle of the night hungry, have a cheeseburger with bacon, lettuce, and tomato on a yeah. toasted bun with pickle relish and ketchup. No, but uh, get back to something. I'm looking at the cast of Master Chef here, and the guy who I was talking about, I think, is Nathaniel Barnhouse, and he's from Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, all right, yeah, DeAndre is the one I was talking yeah, about. He DeAndre, we got me.
3: Barbara, Brandy Brittany, um, Daniel, Eric, Katie, Lisa, Anne, Mackenzie. Uh, a couple of them went home already. Yeah, two- I like the girl I, know, I think I you know. Are you talking about the young girl who went to? She's in college, the college girl. Yeah,
2: yeah. She yeah. won the
3: last challenge. I like her.
2: She's good. She, yeah.
3: she's very personable. She's gonna be. I I don't know exactly the name. But
4: she's actually Elise. the reality member. Elise. Okay. I I I, I got a couple of questions for you guys, if you don't mind me asking. Um, <laughs>
2: it's not Or okay. oh, oh, you could
4: cut, you could cut me off whenever you want. Um, how real is the reality show? Like. Well, this well, is what Robin
3: and I always out. talk about. That's not her, but she's kind of cute. Um. Everything you see is real. What we do is real. They edit it in a way, and they kind of manipulate it in a way they want the show to go. But there's nothing fake. We're not faking anything. They don't tell us to do anything. There's nothing that's scripted. It's all pretty much what you see is how it is. But, again, after filming for three months, you know, and taking footage from this day and that day, piecing it together, they can kind of twist things a little bit.
4: Well, I right. mean, like the
3: cooking kitchen, is
1: always real. Like cooking is always real. Always real yes, absolutely. But, uh,
3: All the cooking you see, everything that we cook, or anything that's cooked, in is always us really cooking. Is always, and what we say is what we really say. How they want to twist it or perceive it or judge it is entirely up to them.
4: Right. I I and then um okay. Next question is, what dish do you guys like? Absolutely refuse to make. Like you think it's just a horrible dish.
1: Um, uh, that's tough. That is tough. Um,
3: I'm a fat guy I'll make
1: anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Yeah, that's tough. That's you know what? I, I got it. I will say this. Out of all the things that every interview I've ever been on, that may be one of the best questions I was ever asked.
1: Right, because it's always like, it's always what your is your favorite. favorite?
3: It's always your favorite. What do people know or you for? What don't you like? For? But I've never been asked what do you refuse to make, and there there were certain things that I just wouldn't do in a kitchen, you know. And, and now you got me on the spot. I'm drawing a fucking blank because that's that's usually what happens. But there's like, you know, putting uh, ketchup on pasta is a big no no, you know. And believe it or not, a lot of people do that. And to me, that's like a cardinal fucking sin.
1: How about this? Would you? Use uh, gluten free pasta?
3: I have to. All right. Not because of me personally, but as a chef, sometimes you have to. Even at my uncle's place, we have to make a gluten free pizza. I fucking hate it. And it actually is, I will say this, it actually is pretty fucking good for what it is. We do have one of the best gluten free pizzas you'll ever eat in your life, bar none. Me personally, do I like it? I mean, I eat it, but it's just, I, I hate fucking doing it because it's just, like, you're ordering pizza. Just get something else in.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, I feel you. You can't eat the gluten. I feel you. And you know what? Part of me kind of feels bad. And that's the one thing, though. If you legitimately are gluten-free. Because there's people that fake it. They oh, All of a sudden, they think it's trendy and they want to be gluten-free. But if you legitimately can't eat it where it messes you up, then I feel for you and I'll make you
1: something really nice. Right. You know? I mean, there's stuff that I never want to prep again in my life because I prepped it thousands of times in my life and I never ever prep shit. You know, like
3: what's the mo- okay, let's let's go, let's I know I know you're gonna your ask head? me that because I have a hand thousand hand? in my head yes, and I and now can't, you can't a
1: one Um let's see. I hate peeling potatoes. I was just gonna say I that. make when I make mashed potatoes and stuff for myself, I never peel them, they get skin on. Yes. yes. Because I hate peeling them. I hate dumping them in the water and now your whole station's wet. And I and hate cutting onions.
3: Yeah, I used to kind of like it, but I just, for some reason, I just, because uh, it's really easy. I, I, I actually, when I cut onions or got to cut peppers or something like that, I'll play a little game in my head to see how fast I can do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Let me see if I can bang out this bag of onions and this case of peppers in one minute or three minutes. Right. You know, but this, you're right. Like cleaning
1: chicken, can't stand. Oh, dude, I fuck...
3: When I slice, over, when I slice, or got a butterfly a chicken cutlet, it freaks me out because I feel like I'm cutting human skin. Yeah. Like if I would cut my own skin, and have that feeling. It freaks me out. I don't like it. But is there one thing that we wouldn't actually make? I don't know, man.
1: I would, and I'm not one of these chefs either. That if someone comes in and they're paying $150 for like a, a wagyu steak and they want it well done, I'm not going to say. I don't cook it well done. Yeah, no, you're I'm paying $150, be- bucks. you are paying my salary. I'll fucking deep fry that shit for you. $150, bucks. i will slap my penis on it. If you yeah. want to
3: it. But no, I get uh, you. It's tough, though. Is there one thing you wouldn't make. I don't know. I, for me, it's more of a challenge to make things that I've never made. Right. To grab something, that's the exciting part. But is there one thing I would actually never cook? Uh, I don't know. That's actually that's one of the fucking best questions I've ever been asked. Yeah. I
1: appreciate that.
2: No, I really You actually just stuck two it. things I wouldn't eat. Yeah. There's
1: this this foods that I would not eat. And the number one that I always say is one of those, like, eggs. duck eggs that the yeah. duck is almost already alive. Yeah. It's got the feathers and the bones, and then they cook it. I oh. couldn't oh. do it.
3: My other second one is walnuts. I just, I, I can't, I, I don't know why I don't like walnuts.
1: Sure. Or water chestnuts.
3: I just I will not eat a water chestnut. You can't mm-hmm. pay me to eat. I don't. As a matter of fact, that's the one thing I wouldn't cook. I wouldn't cook with them. You know what? I just answered my own fucking question. I think that is the most stupidest fucking food there is. And as we it, is retarded. it has no business being in anything. It is horrible. It's tasteless. It's weird textured. It doesn't do anything. I don't know why it exists or why people use them. It is the most, you know what? There's the answer. You know what? One. When
1: I order Chinese food, I'm the guy that picks them all out to eat them. I, <laughs> I hate them. I hate
3: them. It, drives, it just, it tastes like
1: Wait, what? What's celery. The
4: What's the one thing? Water what chestnuts. Is Water, Water chestnuts. chestnuts. I never even heard of that. Okay. If
3: you ever order Chinese food, they're about the size of a quarter. In that shape, they're round size like white a quarter. White and chalky. And white one. and chalky, and it's like a bad piece of celery, you
4: know? You know what's so funny? The fact that you're so against it makes me want to try
1: it, right? Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They sell them in the, in the, in the like, uh, bok choy, uh, in the yeah, choy aisle and the some Bok little choy aisle. Bok choy aisle,
4: exactly.
1: The seasonal, right, so, the, uh, the Asian aisle.
4: So I'm going to try sheets it. water chestnuts. So I, those I'm going to try it. And then call yeah. you the next
1: episode. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you have. Yeah.
3: To. Now, matter of fact, we want to hear from you the next. Well, next Monday, we're not going to be on because the Rob next is two out. Mondays.
1: Because 4th of July is next Monday after this weekend. Is it really?
3: Wow, so we're gone for two Mondays. Two Mondays. So we'll be back in two so, weeks. You, we, we have a project for you. You have to have tasted a water chestnut by then, and we want your opinion. Yeah. Because I'm telling I you, it is the most ridiculous fucking food there is. It's tasteless, it's pointless. I just I you know what I I there it is I wouldn't use it for anything yeah. I don't see a use for it I don't see anything I can possibly pair that would make it taste good. True,
1: that's true. It's um, just one of
3: those things that some Chinese guy got drunk one day and threw it in something somewhere and it became a fucking custom or yeah. a, I don't
4: know. Oh, and, and now what's the custom food that they always like give you on Hell's Kitchen? scalping scallops. I'm pronouncing it wrong. Scallops, right? Scallops. Yeah. So scallops. before you go in on the Hell's Kitchen, wouldn't it be common sense just to practice that? You would think.
2: <laughs> you would think it doesn't matter I didn't, matter how I much didn't you practice, practice
3: anything. I didn't practice anything because here's my thing: if at that point in time you're going on that show and you can't pan pan sear a scallop or don't know what a scallop is, you have no business going on that show.
1: And you're going to practice at your house or at your restaurant, and then you get there, and the heat's not that hot. It's a different pan, a different scallop. Yep. The way they do it, the the way you season it, and, you know, you got to do it the way they want on their turn. Here's the one thing about a scallop. Drop a scallop in a cup of water and then
3: try to get a sear
1: on it. Yeah.
3: It's not going to happen. It's going to absorb the water. Just like onions. When you freeze an onion or it gets wet or something mushrooms.
1: yeah mushrooms because people rinse mushrooms worst thing is a because they're a sponge so it soaks all the water up and you'll never get them brown they'll just yep. be steep. that's like basil my my,
3: my grandmother was alive we would go out to the garden and pick the basil and by the end of the summer we pick it we put it in containers and we freeze it and they would stay nice and green just like that but if you were to wash the basil she used to get a paper towel and just wipe it clean a little bit, and she had a little soft. She would crumble in her hands to make it soft, and she just brush it clean if it had any dirt on it. But if you went to wash a Black. piece of basil, Black. forget about it. She would fucking that slipper or that fucking wooden spoon would be across your hand before you knew what time it was. Yep. And it was just you just don't do it. And Rob's right. The mushroom is the perfect example. Yeah, next time if you ever go and cook a mushroom, take one of your mushrooms, put it in some water, let it sit, and then try to saute that mushroom. It's going to steam on you. It holds all the water. Mm-hmm. You can't get that color, that sear, that knife. And I love mushrooms that have, like, almost burnt, actually. Caramelized mushrooms.
2: Yeah. yeah. Love them.
3: Love them. Even with just some olive oil, crushed red pepper, some fresh parsley, and then you shred some parmesan, a pecorino romano over, and some sauteed mushrooms mm-hmm. like that. Fantastic dish right there. So simple, yeah. but so beautiful.
1: Yeah, you can tell. You can tell. Because you do know, the a can of mushrooms. Can't do nothing with them. And they're, No. You try to saute them, it's just not happening. And that's how I grew up, eat mushrooms Yeah, that's what they used to put on <laughs> like pizza
3: back in the day yeah. Those were the mushrooms, and I hated them I never understood them, or I hate When they put the raw mushrooms on pizza I don't understand that
2: right. Get okay, some nice fresh
3: mushrooms Forte my... them in olive oil this... and throw them on a nice pie Go ahead, Jess, what's right. up?
2: This
4: is my final interview question For you guys, I mean, if, if you want to Keep me on the line, I love listening to the show Yeah, anyway. yeah, stay on the line But yeah. this is my final interview question That got written down <laughs>
2: Um, <laughs> oh,
4: he's prepped. <laughs> he's
3: really a reporter good. for
2: the New York Daily News. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: He's
3: doing a
2: secret I, article.
4: No, I, on I, I no, I had fun last time. You know what I mean? And I enjoyed yeah, watching. Yeah, dude, you the want, show. Like you said, call up anytime, dude. Uh, All right, what's the question? New York, New York style pizza, Philly cheesesteak, is it like cannot be replicated. It's just that uh, a mind frame. I don't know how to phrase this question the right way.
1: So, so like, if you hope. make pizza outside of New York, can you call it New York pizza and same with a Philly cheesesteak? Is that what you're right. saying? Like, if I made like, a Philly cheesesteak like, in New York. I make a
4: Philly cheesesteak as good as Philly does. I like
1: make a New Philly cheesesteak better
3: than Philly on. does. Here's the thing. First of all, i got to start off by saying the Italians invented the Philly cheesesteak. That's <laughs> first of all. Just in case nobody knew that. The Italians invented the Philly cheesesteak. But here's the thing. I guarantee you, I will beat anybody from Philly with my Philly cheesesteak. I will blow them out the fucking water. I will beat them. Can you beat New York pizza anywhere else? Absolutely not. Not going to happen.
1: Or, and I believe it. I, I will I, say, if, let me rephrase that. Get the water, if, I, let me
3: rephrase that. There are very few that can beat New York. I've had, had pizza, I believe it or not, I had pizza in Florida that was better than most pizza in New York. Yeah. Or even with Florida water. There's very few people that can beat the New York pizza outside of New York. It can't be done, but anybody, in my opinion, can beat the Philly cheesesteak. Not many. But, it's right. not.
1: but the thing is also, you have to have an original Philly cheesesteak to know Yes. what it is. That's like, someone that never had New York pizza opens up Johnny's New York pizza and in Delaware. York, yeah. it's if you get a real mistake.
3: slice of really good New York pizza, it's hard to beat anywhere.
1: Or if now, you have a guy that worked for Twenty years of his life, five years, ten years of his life in a New York pizzeria that was killer, well, I, and then moved I, I square like, and tried to recreate it. Like,
3: here's the like, thing, though. Let me let me break this down for you, Justin. Like I'll tell you I'll, the why. I'll
4: like New York gets hot dogs for some reason. Same thing. The dirty New water, New dogs. Dogs. you're not going
3: <laughs> to beat them. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to break down the why for you right now. Pizza is different because there's a science behind the dough, the quality of the tomatoes, the quality of the mozzarella, the quality of the olive oil. Now, the same thing may apply to a Philly cheesesteak, but if you get a good piece of ribeye, it's only peppers, onions, which you can get anywhere. You can get better quality produce outside of Philly and outside of New York, okay? But it's all about the fucking whiz. It's all about the cheese sauce. And I got a fucking whiz that I swear to God will blow your motherfucking mind. And you've had it. I've had it. It's a nine cheese fucking cheese whiz. And yes, I do use a can of fucking cheese whiz, but I add
2: nine other cheese
3: and something else that makes it magical and it blows away anything you ever fucking had, including Philly. Wait, where's
2: you can your go restaurant at?
3: I'm
4: about to go to this thing. Where's your
3: restaurant <laughs> Right now, Rob and I are... we are five fly-by-night. I, fly I by do
1: a lunch, yeah. and then I just bought a food truck, so I'm going to be doing that stuff. Clem Freelance is in like New York? myself. Oh. Yeah,
3: yeah,
4: we're,
1: we're in Staten York. Island.
3: Yeah, you're out in
4: Long Island, oh. I told you. I used to live out in America.
1: I used to actually work out in Garden City. Oh, that's right by me, man. <laughs> yeah, you know where... Um... We actually
4: judged the Long you
3: know Island Wing yeah. Fest, and yeah. where were we? We got we went to the
1: rules. I went to it. Not this year. We did last year, because this year it got canceled. Yeah, I, I, I
3: went to it last year. It was at the pub, Irish pub, Irish, Irish McLuhan's, McLuhan's, McLuhan's. Right, right, right. Uh, they, they had,
4: like, a, they like had a tramping house and a jumping house and stuff. Oh, you guys judged that then? Yeah. We did yeah, one old Do uh, you,
3: know you know where Hempstead Turnpike is? Yeah, 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 of course. What's the college right there? What's that college? A Hofstra.
4: Hofstra and, Nass- and Nassau, yeah.
3: Yeah, okay. So, w- the place that I used to work was called Severoli. Then, yeah, a couple of years after working at Severoli, we opened up a burger joint that was right on Hempstead, right off of Hempstead Turnpike. And we used to do sausage and Peppers, the Clemenza sandwich and Sandwich, all that shit. Is Italian it beef, Philly cheese steak. No, we closed it down because I left to go do Hell's Kitchen. The owner opened up another business, and we just kind of sold the business, and now it's a fucking shish kebab guy. <laughs> but, uh,
4: well, there's another burger spot. Burger Wi Fi. Burger. I keep something. hearing about
3: that. I don't know what he's talking about.
2: Yeah.
3: Well, yeah, now let me tell you something. Long Island's got some good. Long Island's got some good fucking pizza too. There's a place at Long Island. It's Umberto's. I think it's Umberto's. And uh, there's a couple of pizzerias bur- that i had pizza the out there.
4: The best was uh, Geno's. The best will always be Geno's. Have you ever been to Geno's in Elmont?
1: In Elmont,
4: no. No, but this Gino's is such a common pizzeria
3: name.
1: But uh, I will say this. And it's this. also a Philly cheesesteak place. Yeah, it's also a Philly cheesesteak place. <laughs> I will no, say no, this.
2: No,
4: no, no. But I, it's like it's so weird because, like, what part of Long Island
2: are
3: you? Is where are you in Long Island?
4: I grew up in Elmont. And where where are you now? You're in Elmont. Or I El? live in Mineola now. Mineola
3: Is that next to what Is that next to uh? Give me a couple I of towns next, next
4: to you I uh, Oh Car place, uh Garden Garden City Hemp, Okay So yeah I funny, was right Garden by City Union and Garden, and Garden City The town over Yeah
3: Okay So you were right by me I, I worked I lived out I lived out in America And I worked out in Garden City For about three and a half years Which is right by also Borderline Garden City Union Bill Well
4: yeah, Miniola weird because there's no highway that that gets here. Like, well, that was have, very weird
3: because you can go across the street and it becomes Hempstead to one thing. Literally, you can see like we were on the border. And we had we got inspected by two different counties. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah.
3: Catch your Pickwood. We're getting double banged over here. Yeah. Well,
1: let me get back to the the pizza and the Philly cheesesteak. I got a thing that I had an experience, I am I have a chili team, and I go into all these chili competitions, and I've won New York a bunch of times, and I went to the World Championships out in New Hampshire, and everyone laughed at me and said, New Yorkers can't make chili, it's a Texas thing, New Mexico, blah, blah, blah. I came in third place out of 180 teams. Yeah. You, you know what's funny about that? Knew...
4: I, I saw, what? like, uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> you guys can mute okay. me anytime you want, but I saw like, like, Myths about like wine tasting, and it says the same thing. Like, oh yeah, somebody they can they, they trick wine. you. They
1: you can they can trick you and they just make you believe. Bo- yeah. yeah, one guy mixed. He took a red wine and told him it was like a nine hundred dollar bottle. It was like an eleven dollar bottle. Talked it up that it was a nine hundred, and the person like, "This is fantastic." The best he thing i a ever pop. saw,
3: ever, ever, ever saw. You can Google it. You can look it up on YouTube. It was on an episode of Penn and Teller. <laughs> And what they did was oh, they bought. Bullshit, built, right? Yeah, pen and teller bullshit. What they did was they got this guy to go to the 99 cent store to buy pasta, cans of tomatoes, whatever cheap, whatever food you can get out of the 99 cent store. And they built a menu around it, including the cheapest bottle of wine they can find. And what they did was they built this elaborate little space with well like 10 tables. And they said it was just a VIP dining experience for the best of the best from around the world and charging these people like $500 a head. And. Anybody knows anything about tomatoes? The best tomato comes from San Marzano, of course, Italy. Right. And the best pasta, obviously, is done in Italy. So they had a guy outside on a food trailer, and it was funny because they let him smoke a cigarette in his mouth. He had on a white T-shirt. He was drinking beers, yeah, and he was it up putting, together, putting together, putting He kind of put a little effort into it, but everything was from the dollar. Like okay. This is a handmade pasta by two of our special chefs flown in from Italy. And we had the semolina flown in overnight. And the tomatoes came right off the vine from San Manzano. And they were canned last night. And we flew them in from Italy. And the mozzarella is by this master cheese maker that we have specially done out back right now. And he's going to make you this fresh mozzarella. And everything's right out of the dollar store. Right. And they put it out. They served it to people, including the ones.
2: I,
4: I, I have a and, problem with that. And. Let let me speak mine after you speak yours. Go ahead. Well,
3: here's the thing. People actually tasted this, and very few people, like nine out of ten people, actually bought into it. And, I, and this goes, and I'll say one more thing. I I saw that episode one day, and one of the people who I used to work for used to come in and break our balls. He was the vice president of the company. He would come in and break – this is when I worked at Lundy's – he would come in and break our balls about the biscuits. And we'd have to make this batch is too dry. You got to make another batch, make it this way, try adding a little bit of this. So we would make the same batch and give them three biscuits from the same batch and label them A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. This is the first batch. Oh, this is much better. And this is this, and this is a lot drier. And I'm like, one day I got so fed up when I just looked, I'm like, you fucking asshole. We've been doing this you for six fucking months. We've never made a different batch. It's always been the same fucking recipe. And you come in every day and break out walls about
1: this. Right. I've done that when people say thanks back. I'm like, leave it in the window for three minutes. I do have
4: something to say about that too, though. Um, Well, first of all, you're doing pen and teller bullshit, so you know cameras are on you. And and second of all, like if they're telling you all these master chefs are coming here, nine out of (coughs) ten times, especially if I'm a rich guy, I'm not gonna want to hurt the guy's feelings. I'm going to say oh, No, but wait.
3: I I agree with that, but here's the point of here's the point of what they were trying to do. And again, like most reality shows, the power shows, of suggestion. The power of suggestion. And I believe that most of that show is real. Okay? I'm sure it's amped up and some of it is a little scripted, but it's I can and I know from experience, I can take a mediocre dish, plate it the right way, put it on a fancy plate, do a couple of beautiful little garnishes to it, present it in a way that it's so good, and make it look so good that
4: I can believe you and trick you into tasting that is that good.
2: Right.
4: That's why my favorite spot is still Spanky's. You you still come out to Long Island? Please try Spanky's. Just, I have to do an experiment for you. C- can you do that experiment for me? <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going
3: to Google this right now. Where
4: is Spanky's? Where, where is it? On Jericho Turnpike. It,
3: it's
1: not even
4: my spot. I just love it so much, bro.
1: Now, what is, what kind it's
4: of a, place? It's Minola Mineola, right? It, it's Mineola, yeah. Spoon Food Factory, is that it? Spanky's Food Factory? Yeah, yep. That's it. The, Let's yo, check this the, out chicken right chicken now. Chicken wings, the best chicken wings, the best Philly cheese thing.
1: First of all, I got to say, I
3: like their logo.
1: Yeah, a well, little monkey in a, in a yep. I was going to say a tie, but I think that's just like a
3: it looks like the settings wheel on a, on a phone.
1: Monkey, yeah.
3: Like if you go to the settings on your phone, it, yeah, looks, it has exactly. that Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. It's like a cog wheel or something. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's sometimes word, you a like cog that. cog
3: wheel. I like the fact that you knew what that was called. Yeah. That's because you are in pie right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little inside joke. Every once in a while, Rob
1: comes out with these words that are from like 1940 and... 1950. Oh, yeah. I would well, say, well, I like it right off the bat because they have tater tots. They got coffee cake, junior, <laughs> Oreo, fried Twinkies, deep fried oh, red yeah. velvet, deep fried cheesecake chimney. What's this <laughs> cheesecake chimney? New York style cheesecake
3: rolled in a sunset flour tortilla. A sunset <laughs> <laughs> Oh, does <is> that say? <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't know my I stick
4: to my own flour, order. T-
3: <laughs> wait, wait. Let me just finish reading this. A, sunset, a sweet, flower tortilla, dusted with cinnamon and drizzle. How can you? I love this place already.
4: I, I, I stick to my own order, which is uh, a Philly cheesesteak, five wings, and a vanilla milkshake. And instead of a straw, nice. and instead of a straw, they put a
1: Twizzler in it. <laughs> oh, nice And I'll tell you why it's good I'll tell you right here it's, So here's the deal on how the factory got started Two local guys, Mineola and Garden City Friends since kindergarten They've always thrown out the idea of opening a, a fun little restaurant Serving That's high actually, quality yes. comfort food at fair prices With really nice people serving it It's actually a pretty simple concept Yeah. But it's two dudes that had something in their mind They make what they like to make Look at this, sliced steak marinated
3: skirt steak, sliced over garlic Italian bread, topped with melted mozz. I mean, I, I'm, I'm loving this already. No really? joke. We I, I, I am. No joke. My girl and I go out to eat all the time and we're always met. We get a couple of couples and we always go try a different place. This is going to be my next place and I will be out in Long Island in a couple of weeks.
4: Hey, can, I got to do something out them, there. Can, well, can you tell them Jesse, Jesse sent you here? Well, if you do it, <laughs> Please tell them, because I I at least need a free meal off of that.
2: (laughs) Let me ask you this. Do
4: you follow either one of us on Facebook? Are you
3: friends with me on Facebook? No. You don't have a
2: Twitter, though? I have a Twitter, Rob. Chef Clem 70. Yeah,
3: Chef Clem 70. That's my my Twitter thing. Follow me on Twitter or follow me on Facebook. It's Chef Clemenza Concerned Junior or Rob Burmeister. I'll DM you. I'll,
4: I'll follow you and see if you can follow me back. I'm and uh, uh, I'll fine. let you know what I'm going
3: out there As a matter of fact, if you want I'll let you know what I'm going
4: out there Come by and say hello Oh, of course, man That'll, that'll be an honor, bro And uh, tots Chris Tots Gizzling with buffalo sauce Dude, I'm I'm loving
3: this it. It's yeah. the right kind of food
4: right here uh, Yep And like it almost looks like uh, It's the best food It's the best food of all time I kid you not Like, it's
1: is it just a restaurant? Or is it like a bar, too? Because it looks like it could be a chain, but it's not a chain. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it has that concept. Part, I don't,
4: it's next to Dunkin' Donuts. Like, if you have to use the bathroom, you have to go into the Dunkin' Donuts.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I kid you not. But it's
3: oh, so, so it's like a tiny little place?
2: Yeah, I, I tell yeah. you what, though.
4: Some of the little
3: holes in the walls are where you're going to get the best shit. Yeah. That, and you can't go rolling with prices. Tater tots, $3. Yeah,
2: deep fried,
3: $5. Oreos, two Oreos, deep fried Oreos, $3. Come on. This has some phenomenal. Subtle
4: cake,
1: $4. This is yeah, i am all you about guys this right like, You know
4: everybody's grandma makes the f- best food to them, right?
1: Absolutely. Right. Not mine. My grandma was a horrible cook. <laughs> you <guys laughs> would Holy! She, oh, yeah. she barely she make well done real beef. That was her, her greatest dish she ever made. I don't sure was she was born in uh, America. Was
4: she born in yes. America? Was she born in America? Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's why. <laughs> I know. It's true. I I wish I had like a, a grandmother that came over as a young kid or grew up on a farm in in Germany or whatever, something like that. You know, like where they would have. No, I'm, I think I'm the first generation cook, really, out of my family. Garlic parmesan wings, dry rub
3: bursting with flame. Rob, we got to go try this
4: place. Yeah, it looks but pretty gran- cool. Grandma's versus you guys, what do you think? Grandma's. I'll go grandma anything. Wait, wait, that would actually be an interesting. It episode.
3: depends on the grandma. Well, I would say I would say this for old world traditions... You're not beating a grandma. For new school, grandma ain't touching either one of us, ever. That's never going to happen. But you want to yeah. cook? My grandmother made the best fucking pot roast and the best lentil soup you will ever eat in your fucking life, bar none. I've yet, to this day, have tasted anything better.
1: That would be a good show. But it has to be blind taste test for the judges. That would be a good
3: show. Grandma, I got it. I got it. Grandma's versus Goombas. they the the Italian chefs <laughs> versus their grandma's. Grandmas and Goombas.
4: That <laughs> there is you know, one we, of my ideas. We would yeah. need you two as the judges, though. <laughs> like you two just sit back.
1: <laughs> well, I would just and, like the judges to eat everything.
4: Yeah, absolutely.
3: I like um, that. Grandmas versus Goombas. And on anything
1: one. with a garnish on it would be the chef. Because grandmas just make what they make and they don't like to oh, ruin it with anything.
4: Oh, wow. Oh, so you could cheat. You could cheat on it, too. Yeah.
1: You know what?
3: I
4: didn't even yeah. think about that. You, you know what I'm thinking?
3: In. I'm thinking right now that that could be our, uh, our food fight. Our food fight right now. I think we're gonna get into that. I think we're gonna do a little food fight, and let, let's get into it. We'll be back in one second. Just listen to this. No
2: problem. It's time for Big and Beefy's food fight.
1: professional chefs? I think what we're going to do is as soon
3: as I can get the microphone off my <laughs> phone, we're going to do grandma, would you rather have grandma's cooking or food from a professional chef? Let us know right here on Chewing the Fat with Big and BB. Call it the 929 or tell us right here on Facebook.
1: Chewing the Fat Food fight! Look at
3: that, Jesse. You got us. You got us a food fight. You got us a place to eat, and he asked us the most hardest question in the history of. Oh, yeah. You, maybe you should come host the show with us at this point in time.
1: <laughs> All right. Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this on.
3: I'm gonna post this up right now too on Facebook, and it's a tough decision.
4: I you know hold, what? I'm hold on. Kind of I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm part of the show. <laughs> I'm part well, of the food fight. You're going to be
1: yeah, you yeah. just a, gave us the idea. You just gave
4: for us
3: it. the idea. Now we're going to ask you: What would you rather have? Would you rather have a professional, well-seasoned professional chef like Rob or myself, or an old-school grandmother who knows how to cook? If you could have dinner by one of them, who would you pick?
4: If it's my grandma, my grandma.
3: Well, of course you got to say your grandma.
4: Right? Can
3: we let him say his grandma? Or do we have to be? could it be any grandma? All right, you you're going to say your yeah, grandma. Yeah, his grandmother.
1: Grand I mean, your grandmother.
2: Your grandmother.
1: I mean, because I know, odds are, there's a lot of people like me that's, uh... My grandma grandma makes uh, the best chicken ever.
3: (laughs) I would have to say my grandmother, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, obviously you're not going to go Grandma. I'm not. I'm going I'm all around have a professional because I know, right. like, because my mother's mother passed away when my mom was 16, so I never met her, and my, my father's mother, was mother, a mother lived mother. in Florida and didn't cook.
3: My mother was a mother, and his mother's mother, mother was a mother. mother. All right, we got Raven and Philomena on the line. Right, let's pick up some people here. Let's, let's start with Philomena.
2: Grandma.
1: Phil,
3: yeah, Philomena's going to, well, you don't know. I don't know, Maybe. Philomena, you know, what? grandmother's
1: first professional. I don't know. Sean Cassidy used to make a killer casserole. I get Sean Cassidy's <laughs> grandmother. Philomena, are you with us? Yes, I am. Okay. So now the
3: food fight, the question of the day is, would you rather have your grandmother make you a meal or would you rather have a meal cooked by a professional chef?
2: Well, if you look at your uh, email, you would see that I said grandmother.
3: I don't have email, but okay. You mean my well, text message? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and there it is. She said says grandma. She said your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Why grandma? That's
2: I was trying fun. to
3: say right. yes, so, my grand I was trying to say yes, my grandmother. I know, I got it, I got it. It's all right. So Amina's going grandma. Let's pick up Raven. Raven, are you with us? What are you going? Hello, Raven. Raven, hey, Raven, can Raven. You hear me?
2: We can Just hear you down. now.
3: Are you going grandma can or are you going professional chef?
5: Uh, yeah, i got to go chef. Yeah, Ooh. thank you. Kind of a re- it's kind of a bummer reason, though. My, my grandparents have all been gone for almost 30 years. I don't remember their cooking. Oh, right. Well, yeah,
1: that's <laughs> how I am. I've never had their cooking except my for a horrible, God's unloving and I sandwich. Remember.
3: I remember home cooking when I was a kid. Me too. I remember that paro soup and fucking spice. What the fuck
1: is that? It's lentil soup. Nah, I don't,
5: no, I don't remember a thing. And I just remember my mother, everything had to have either macaroni oh, or ground geez. beef. It was horrifyingly bad food. So, no, no I, I, I like chefs.
1: Yeah, me too. All right. so Because have- I had a bad experience. And we have two grand. Yep. We have Maria Rose put grandma. Tina Lewis put grandma. Well, grandma's going to win it. But. Yay! I can, I can honestly say other people's grandma's <laughs>
5: cooking is pretty oh, awesome. I mean I've had a lot of people's grandmothers who flatten a chef, you know, so just right, not exactly. my own. I
4: a grandmother. I I didn't if even realize to
5: get be the- they would run over chef faster than me and Clem. Yeah. <laughs> Can, um, I miss right.
2: I, I
4: miss you guys tonight. What was of that chef? Can we take nationality of the people that chose the grandma? Italians Yeah, well, there's only two. I, I'm, I'm
1: German, hey, Irish, and Hungarian. Where's the grandmother pickers It's going to be the Spanish, the Portuguese, the Jews, and the
3: Italians. So, yeah. so the two people. And I'm French people... and Scottish.
4: We eat crap, anyways. And I'm I'm I'm
2: Puerto Rican, so the two people it's that be didn't choose,
5: the, the two people, and the people, people that didn't is, choose grandma, oh. Oh. Well, Here we go. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, got this. Isn't an <laughs> argument over? I guess subjective, anyways.
1: Right. Well, now listen. We just got Maria Macatonus, who's probably Greek. She says grandma puts love in it. Then I got my buddy, the Irish guy, saying a pro. <laughs> we got Jeremy Adams saying grandma all the way. I can mean, I, I, I uh, probably tell you, everyone that says pro has a grandmother like mine.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, so it's on, never anything. To the chefs. Yeah.
4: Hey, hey, well, you know what the fun thing is? We, Cleo, we all, redeem Rob
5: for this week. Good lord, give him something he's not in last place on. I know, right? Please.
1: You know, I wanted fun-
5: to throw things at the TV, brother. What the hell, man?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's the way the cards fell the last two weeks. They, and, and, they went from the pissing my ass to wanting to boot my ass.
5: I just hate how they edit you. <laughs> I know. So bad. Hey, hey, Rob. Yes?
3: I just watched your show tonight. I
1: think uh, it was awesome. Thank you.
3: You're welcome.
1: Thank you. Yeah, my it was, just, shirt, you know, it was my turn to be in the bottom. I mean... It wasn't because I put anything gross. Just so you know, Rob loves the bottom. Yeah.
2: Let's work. <laughs>
4: I love the bottom, too,
1: of the chicken.
2: <laughs>
1: Most people role play and do, like, doctors and stuff. I like to play a paraplegic. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. There we go again.
5: That explains the helmet. Yeah.
4: <laughs> can, can, can can you can you tell your panel uh, on my question that you said that had you wondering
3: is there a food that you just wouldn't cook? Yeah. Yes. Liver. What? Liver.
2: Okay. I love liver. Love liver. I get that though,
3: because liver skeezed me out for years too until I actually finally tasted it and learned how to cook well, it. But
2: you it. would cook
3: it? No, I wouldn't even touch it. Really?
5: Well, I wouldn't touch it. For I, it. I, I, will but not, I, I will not but do sweet
3: and Bacala. Sweet oh, awesome. sweetbreads is fantastic. It's one of my favorite I, things in the well world.
2: No, I don't do that. And Bacala,
3: Clem. I, I love to eat Bacala. Oh, I love Yeah, disgusting. Every oh, Italian,
4: every Italian <laughs> guy loves a little Bacala. Yeah, okay. And,
2: and and do we, I'm sorry, do we,
4: do we have any Hell's Kitchen people here?
2: Just me. Online? Just Clem.
4: Yeah. I I I really want to ask that, that scallops question. <laughs> ask
5: me,
2: anybody. I was
1: on
5: but season
1: I was so on You know season what 10, it's true. Man. It's very true though. And you always say that, but like Clem, we've talked about this a million times. You know, there's beef wellington on the menu. When you learn how to cook it. He knows how to cook it and he found out a few things that they had I was one of the, ones I and, was
3: only the only
1: person oh, in the hold history of house kitchen. This is me. This is Clemenza.
4: Yo, bro, I was rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> After two weeks of calling, he just
3: realized that I'm the guy who was on season 10 of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I
4: just love food shows.
3: But, I did, um, let me tell you, so when I did season 10 of house Kitchen, I was one of the only people that took the beef well and get ahead of time, stuck my finger in the raw dough, and felt
4: the meat inside to see how dough it was. Yo, but, but and I separated you them really got file. a bad edit, though. You
1: really got a bad edit. <laughs> I don't know about that. I thought you did pretty fucking well. Oh, you did well, but when you get you kicked out well, on Italian the night, Italian food, kicking ass on, on Italian food, but that's what happened. <laughs> then again, that's why I was at bottom three on a tailgating episode, because that's Our what food. I do.
5: I was predicting wins on those. And man, what horrible
1: thing they did. But oh. when do I do good? When it's baking that I don't bake. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I didn't even like my food that I put out.
4: Wait. Hold on, yo, but Clem, were you really running that slow in the kitchen? Was that true? No.
2: No. No, I was, believe it or not, here's what happened,
3: here's what happened, which, which nobody, which they, you'll see one episode where I'm actually not even on. What happened was, which they don't show is, I jumped down a flight of stairs, literally a half a flight of steps to catch somebody, and when I landed, I hit my foot on the bottom of the steps and cracked or torn a ligament in my leg. And they were supposed oh. to medically send me home. So I literally signed waivers to stay on the show. And I put I, I literally I put ice around my fucking thing. I duct taped my fucking ice around my leg. I put my pant leg over it. And I ate three Vicodin. They weren't really supposed to give me one. I, brought, I had three of them. I brought three of my pain meds with me. Only three because I'm not a fucking pill right. person. Just in case something happens, I'll have three pills. And I grabbed the guy by his throat, and I said, if you don't give my medicine now, I'm fucking killing you. And I was fucked up. I couldn't move. I was fucked up. I could not walk. I could not walk for about three and a half, four episodes. Three and a half, four days, I should say. Not episodes. Three and a half, four days, I could not walk. I was in too much pain. And the only fucked up thing was they only gave you Advil according to the directions on the Advil bottle, meaning one or two Advil every four to six hours. I was right. thinking I had a hookup on the show where I was taking eight and nine Advil at a time, no joke, because I was in that much fucking pain. Right. Let's let's see who this is. We gotta a phone call. Let's take this phone call live <laughs> and try and see who this is. Hold on. <laughs> Hello. Are you in the studio?
2: <laughs>
3: yes, I am in the studio. <laughs>
1: when aren't we on a Monday? <laughs> <laughs>
5: when you're filming T V.
1: Yeah.
5: Nine. All right.
1: So, I think we'll we're still get some. Oh, we got a guy, Gregory nine Greg, says pro because his grandparents are dead.
2: <laughs>
1: He'll be home in a long time by
4: then.
1: So, that's Yo, pretty far. Yeah, I
4: mean, right, 30, um,
5: that's wow. Up we up went morbid quick on uh, that one. Yeah.
2: Did it? All
5: right, Wait, so uh, did my
2: grandmother's wiping it up. We were, got about you six not, to three, but... yeah, let me check you the other
4: Facebook page. Cook, were you not able to cook the the scallops the way? Did you get in trouble? But with here's, the here's the thing they don't Tom? show. Let
3: me explain this to you right now. Here's the thing they don't show. They don't okay. show you cooking the twelve or fifteen or twenty orders of scallops before that. They'll show the one or two. Or they'll show when they need seven orders of scallops at one time, where you don't have enough pans. Or they'll oh, show else
1: scallops from scallops another. Where,
3: where someone else did the prep on them, and they're all cut uneven, and they're fucking wet, and they're sticking because they're all fucked up. They don't show any of that. They just show you fucking up or doing good. It's all real. Again, it's all real. But they don't show the sabotage or the before or after. Right.
1: And here's the other thing. If everyone made perfect scallops and perfect everything, no one would watch the show.
3: Exactly. exactly. You know, they
1: need to put that stuff in there to, to make it. If everyone was a great cook, and which they usually are, at least people know how to cook, but then you say, wow, that guy doesn't know what he's doing, but you're only seeing his one screw-up. Or, you know, it's just, it's TV. Were you
4: the yes. se- were you the same season as Robin? Yes. Yes, Robin Robin's really... on the show
3: every once in a while. Yeah, Robin calls in every once in a while. Robin, I just talked to Robin the other day for a birthday. It was Robin's birthday a couple of days ago. Was she really that cycle? <laughs> yes and no. Robin, Robin <laughs> is totally, absolutely out of her fucking mind. But she, without a doubt, is one of the sweetest, coolest people you will ever meet. She's an absolute sweetheart. She is a fantastic fucking cook. She's, without a doubt, great fucking people. But like me, she's completely out of her motherfucking mind.
2: Exactly.
3: <laughs> and I mean that in all the best possible way you can possibly mean that. She's a total fucking whack job, just like I am.
4: Don't, very I mean, misunderstood don't person. Think, don't you think Ramsey's a little hard, or or is he a little different when you get to know him?
3: Ramsey's very hard. He, he's Look, again, it's, it's TV. I'm not saying he, he, he definitely amps that shit up for TV, but he's just like that in person. But on the other hand, he's one of the most sweetest, coolest people you ever want to meet in your life. Right. Look, it's a competition and it's TV. You got to remember a couple of things about competition shows or competition anything. It brings out the best and the worst of people, no matter what. It's constantly going to bring out the best and the worst of you. And unfortunately, sometimes it brings out the worst in people because, you know, you're competing for something... You're going after something that you dreamt for your whole life or you really want so bad. And, you know, you see true colors during people's competitions. But on the other side of that, you see things that people aren't really like that either when it comes down to real life. Right. You know, you put in a situation, you may overreact, you may underreact, you may get scared. People think it's, look, and, and Rob knows this as, as well as I do, especially now after doing Food Network Star, it, it's it's easy to cook any one dish. It's harder to do when you're out there for three, four weeks, and you're missing right. your house and your girl and your dog, and you're worried about your bills and your job, and, and you're sitting around and,
1: Going and you outside, can't watch
3: right. TV, and you can't do what you want, and you can't scratch your balls, you can't make it. You know, the it starts games. playing on your mind.
1: It's like Big and Brother. The These people, are part, just people sit in the living room, but yeah,
3: the fucked up part, you know as well as I do, is there's people that are masters at playing on your mind games. Yes. Body. They know how to manipulate you because they know, okay, this guy's missing his house right now. Let's mention something about his home. Or let's play on his weakness. They're like fucking predators waiting to suck the fucking venom. To right. Fuck right and they interview you the fucking veins.
1: more than you're on TV. You're in a yeah. little interview room. Yeah. And they'll just yeah, answer a random question. And then it, they're like a psychologist. Yeah. They pick it out and then they use it against you down the road. They're very good at what they do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But and then back to uh, Gordon Ramsay, the guy's crazy or whatever, and he's a great chef. But if you read any of his books, his mentor, my, uh, Marco Pierre White, was an absolute lunatic, crazy, sending Gordon Ramsay out to beat up customers that sent food back. He was not. He had his own show for one season that our friend Dean Ventura was on, and he just wasn't good TV, and they canceled him. Yeah. Gordon is well, that, you know doing right
4: like, yelling and all that's that why stuff. I like and, uh, America's next Top chef better. Um it, it, because they handle this He's got it
3: all with America's next top model America's next, <laughs> America's next top chef. You got two shows combined in one. It's Top Chef.
4: right Top, top, chef, chef. top chef. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm sorry. All right. No, but fine. I like that one better. But I do know what I'm talking about. No, you absolutely know that. what
3: you're talking about. you got some great questions. And you're right, because Top Chef is more straightforward competition. They're not trying to sabotage you. It's more of a real cooking show than it is a reality show. Hell's Kitchen is a cooking slash reality show. Right. And it's 50% reality show, 50% cooking show. And it's not a cooking show. It is a reality TV show slash cooking. Right. That's what people need to understand.
4: Hey right. Clems, did you ever see Key, Key and Peel's sketch on Hell's Kitchen? I've heard, I know who Key and
3: Peele are, I've seen them a couple of times on MTV. I don't, unfortunately, don't watch most of their
4: shows.
2: you, Key and things Peele, House Kitchen
4: is the funniest thing ever, bro.
2: Hell's I gotta Kitchen check it out.
4: Too, <laughs> um, but that, that girl, she's the most successful out of all you guys, right? Uh, what's her name?
3: The one who uh, won?
4: Uh, no, she won Top Chef. Black girl with glasses, like she she's on the morning show.
3: Oh no, like, no, she didn't Carla. even win. She didn't even win. She didn't even win. What, Carla, something. Carla, was was Carla. yes, 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 Like an ostrich. Yes. Yeah, she didn't win. What happened was they all they all got on Jimmy Fallon Late Night, and they they saw something in Carla and Carla got offered a position on a talk show. Right. That's all that was. She was in the right place at the right time. She must have knew somebody.
1: or She's like the Jennifer Hudson it. of American Idol who yeah. came got booted. And she was like, yeah. came in 10th on her season, and then she won an Oscar. Yeah, exactly. But, I oh, mean, so same kind of it's thing. really what, what we do these shows for. A lot of times it's not to win. It's to get exposure. Yes. And... You know, just to keep our lives fresh. Look, I'll be uh, honest with you. I
3: didn't want to win. What I really wanted to do
1: was win Hell's Kitchen and give it to
3: someone else. Say, I don't want it. Give it to him. Or, I don't want to do it. Buy me out with the cash. Because as much as I would have loved to work for Gordon Ramsay, I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy okay. that's going to be a little puppet. I'm not the guy that's going to pretend to be something and right, be the, the executive. App, it, really right. yes. coffee, yes. it really is
1: coffee a coffee, yes. coffee shop in the yes. casino exactly. from and six in the morning yes. till ten in the morning. And, and in all six.
3: honesty, you put me out in Vegas in a casino. I am going to be a coke snipping, whore banging, gambling junkie,
1: <laughs> fucking prostitute. Well, then the conservative yes. winner of Hell's Kitchen is dead. That would have been dead it, it, in
3: like, three it, fucking months.
4: It's like the people that go on Apprentice. Like half of them yeah. don't even want to win. <laughs> you know? They just right. want, it's all they exposure. Want, to, they want to get that exposure.
2: exposure.
4: Wow, Keel um,
3: Lewis just said stripe. Clem. Uh, that was a good one. I,
4: I, I didn't realize this was you, so now this question holds true to you. Did you practice <laughs> making scallops?
3: Nothing. I never even watched the show before I went on it. Actually, that's Bullshit, a lie. A bro. month before Bullshit. I went on the show. <laughs> I swear no, I've, never, got I've, saw, I've never saw the show When I realized I was going on Hell's Kitchen I watched one full season Of Hell's Kitchen That was it Just to see what I was getting myself into I had people telling me Practice John Dory Practice your Wellingtons I've never made beef wellington in my fucking life I've ate it a million times I've made filet mignon a million times I've wrapped a million things in puff pastry But have I ever made a beef wellington? No Do I know what its Absolutely is? Do I know the technique behind it? Absolutely, but it's just something as a chef that I never had on any of my menus in any of my restaurants. Right. I never did it. I went out and oddly enough, that was the one thing I never fucked up on when I did meat, I never had a, I never had a mistake on any of my meat dishes. Right.
1: Now, and the thing think, is, even when all the other ones, the cutthroat, cutthroat a, they give well not chop, cutthroat, they give you an idea of what is gonna be yeah. you're gonna be cooking. You can practice all you want, but you're never gonna know what the sabotage is. Yeah. Chopped, it's a mystery basket. Going but th- if you practice oh. and practice and practice, and they throw you a little curve, you're screwed. Yeah, so with and blind on every Going to the- what you, you said before, not not was- stranger than but- a mine cart.
3: Well, here's the thing. Yeah. Going back to what Rob said before, my main strong point was seafood. Coming from Lundy's, who we do a thousand covers a fucking night, going down the full fish market, and buying tens of thousands of dollars worth of fish, and prepping it and storing it, cooking. That was my strong point. And when I get on that scallop station, I'm going to be honest with you. I got fucking rocked. When you got 15, 16 orders of scallops, and you got two tables that are up on two five on two five orders of scallops, you got 10 orders of scallops you're trying to get out, and you only got room to put on three orders at a time or four orders at a time,
2: you're fucked.
3: You're well, fucked. You ain't even got a spatula. I've been flipping Hell's scallops kitchen. with a fucking spoon.
2: Yeah. With a
4: teaspoon. I've
3: been flipping scallops with a
4: teaspoon.
3: That's what I'm and saying. And they were pre- uh, pre- they weren't even pressing. Pre- pre- I mean.
4: As Hell's Kitchen. I I think people would actually And let me that. tell you this I, thought, I, I will tell yeah. you
3: this too Here's something else you need to know about the scallops And you gotta watch very 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 closely When you watch Hell's Kitchen Pay attention to how the food Gets handed to Gordon Ramsey Whether it's on a sizzle platter A half sheet pan A dish Pay attention because sometimes he turns around And what he hands you back is not even what you gave him Right I right. will say that and, and it's the standard of let me tell you something I was taught by some of the best chefs in the world, literally, by Drew Miropois, me parent is actually how you pronounce it, Don and the guys at Tribeca, I work with Morimoto. When you pan sear a scallop, you want a hard fucking sear. It's almost burnt. Yeah. And it's literally almost burnt. You want the darkest possible sear. You want that nice, dark sear on that scallop. What I had to do it for him... And don't get me wrong, your scallop dish was fantastic. It was a light golden sear. That's almost impossible to do to cook the scallop fully through without going past that color on the scallop. You go two, three seconds longer on the dish, it's not ruined, but it's not what he wants. And you're fucked. Uh, there was stuff right, that I brought I'm, up I'm, I'm, that I'm, window I'm, that was very I'm, fucking acceptable and very good
4: just,
1: that he smashed down and
4: said, I, this was <laughs> acceptable.
3: Was, they needed
1: some okay, shots, yeah, I just but,
4: I just thought of another question. I I'm from Puerto Rico. Welcome to
2: the Jason from Long Island show.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Jesse Rica show. <laughs> just no. I um,
3: say hey, hey, Jason. Yeah, I did. I'm Jesse. I'm sorry.
4: <laughs> Wait. Uh, I ate turtle before, bro. Have you ever tried turtle soup?
3: Yeah. And I'm not even no.
4: joking when I say that. Yeah. No,
3: no, I know what it is. I've, I've seen it before. I, I, at the time when I saw it, I didn't have the balls to try it. But as a culinary, renowned culinary person, I would love to try turtle soup.
1: Yeah, that's good.
3: It it's depends like, on how
1: it's made. It uh, depends on the turtle. Some of it tastes like you're eating mud because it was sitting and eat eating out. Mud. In
3: the Now, fr- in the words of my immortal friend Nick Zick, the older the chicken, the better the soup. That applies to a turtle.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> true. Yeah. No I love eating. Like I've eaten rattlesnake, um, lion. It's just cool. Remember, sweet basil's used to be on Staten Island. Yes, they sure had do. all the wild game meats sure and stuff. Do. It's good. I, I'll, I'll try anything, but I will not try that full bird in the in the shell. I won't do it. It's disgusting. What, what, because what, I'm a kind what, of guy. Like if I find one hair in my food, I will never go to that restaurant again. I'll throw up and gag. <laughs> I don't like the ah, ah,
4: in my ah, food. Would you guys go to Applebee's and have? I've been to
3: Applebee's. I think it's a good little bar spot. The one near my house, and I'm not going to say where I live because I don't want to blow him up and noodle him. It's the most <laughs> disgusting, fucking, horrible fucking place. The worst food I've ever eaten. Now I did. I worked at. Believe it or not, I worked at Applebee's for three weeks in Virginia when I had waiting for the other oh, restaurant Which to one? Open. Which one? On the Lothian turn.
5: I worked at Willow. Oh O'Lan. sorry,
3: on uh on Hull Street, on Holstreet Street Road.
5: <laughs> I, I worked at the one on Broad at Willow Lawn.
3: <laughs> okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. I worked at the one on okay, Holstreet Street. I, I worked at I worked like... at the
5: Olive Garden over by you. Wait
3: wait, 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 let me tell you let me let me tell you a story. This is a true story. I kid you not. My buddy got me in. I needed three more weeks of work to collect my unemployment. And he goes, I'll get you the job at Applebee's. We'll get you in, we'll get you out, we'll fire you. we'll let you collect the unemployment. Their regional manager came in and saw some of the things that I was doing. They asked me right on the spot if I can train some of their employees, and they were going to want them to put me in a management training program and offer me a regional manager position. I worked there for four fucking days. Yeah. And I turned them down. Wow.
2: Now, I will say that wow. their Asian chicken salad was good.
3: Their spinach artichoke dip is pretty good. There's maybe three or four things on their menu that are actually good, but the one near my house is just so poorly ran Dirty crack
1: plates. You know what I don't like about that one? The rugs. It just It's always like an old stinky catering yeah, it is. Like Wendy's, the rug is always nasty in there.
3: Yeah. Now I will say, how about McDonald's or Wendy's, guys? I, I love me McDonald's.
1: I eat more junk food than I eat regular food because I'm cooking all the time, and I don't want to cook for myself. I don't mind.
3: What
1: do you yes. keep
3: Something for? keeps touching my leg. Oh, <laughs> it Every time you lean like this. No. Something <laughs> is the little girl who are up in the studio and <laughs> talking on my leg. Now, here's the thing about I McDonald's. Go want you yourself a fucking McDouble with cheese and ask them to put mac sauce on it, and you'll pay 99 cents for a fucking Big Mac. Ask them for a side of mac sauce. I think the mac sauce is the greatest fucking thing on a hamburger anyway. Absolutely fucking yep. love it. Now, I haven't eaten McDonald's in about called? eight months. I don't eat McDonald's anymore, I so just can't. It's a
1: McDouble on the dollar menu.
3: Yeah, you go get a McDouble, and you ask them to throw mac sauce on it. Mac sauce? Yeah, and you got yourself a fucking Big Mac for fucking yeah. $0.99. Cents.
1: It's basically Thousand Island dressing. It's, yeah. It's actually, I looked up a menu for it. It's yellow mustard, ketchup, some mayonnaise, paprika. They add paprika to it, and, and chopped pickles, not even pickle relish. But it's mac sauce. It's fucking delicious. I love the
3: mac sauce, man. No doubt about hey, it.
1: But believe it or Clem. not, there's more. I don't even nope. think there's ketchup in it. It's more paprika than anything. Yeah. It's hey, delicious. Hey, Clem.
4: Yeah. No lie. I think I wrote about you on IMDb. I got to find the poster.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, uh, the, no, that
4: season the house kitchen. I was like, I hope Clem wins this one. I swear I gotta find that that posting. Well when I find it I'll send it to you.
1: Right. Well here's the other thing. When you see Clem on TV, that's how Clem is in real life. The same with me. When you ever if you yep. ever saw me on T V people are see, saying what on get. Twitter and stuff that, oh Rob, it's a shtick. He's, you know, it's oh, too much. No, it's and I'm like, no, accept. it's not. It's nice. I can <laughs> tell. Yeah. I, I have seen
5: both of them cook.
2: <laughs>
5: right. And I know. They're the same guys. Yeah. No,
4: so I'm I, I'm going to DM you my number on Twitter, bro. And then when you come through to Spankies, and please try
5: Spanky's out, bro.
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
5: Just get out of Clem's way when he's in the kitchen. We'll run you over. <laughs> now, you
3: know the Italians invented spankies, right? <laughs> <laughs> but what, what is, it, it,
4: it's funny. What is your favorite dish? Is it, um, because it's funny. My mom is Puerto Rican, but her favorite dish to make is spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs>
3: My I'm favorite thing to make you. is eggplant, cool. eggplant parmesan. Eggplant palm, which is one of those things as a kid I remember making it with my family and my grandmother, and it's one of my favorite things to eat. It's just one of my favorite comfort foods. You get a piece of eggplant palm out of the refrigerator from the, night, from the day after, cold on a piece of Italian bread, and there's something fucking magical about it.
1: And you, Rob? My favorite thing to make is... Mm, that's tough, because I'm a big sandwich guy, but like... But like the most famous thing that I make, or whatever that people always ask me to make, are my crab cakes, and I love doing any kind of shellfish, like lobster and crab, and I like that kind of stuff. But I'm a barbecue guy too. I I, I don't have a favorite. I'm yeah, a I big love, barbecue guy. I'm a, a shish kebab
3: guy. guy. I love meat on a stick.
1: Yeah, I, I do a lot of pickling, <laughs> and shit like that. Like I like doing weird stuff.
3: Let me tell you, Rob's pickle is fantastic. <laughs> Rob, let me tell you, Rob's pick Rob can pickle anything and make it. The dude pickles fucking pepperoni and kielbasa. It was one of the best things that I've eaten in my life. If you can pull off fucking pickle and a pizza, pickle and a pizza, pepperoni. <laughs> pickle <laughs> a
2: pizza pie to pick with pepperoni. Right, I'm
4: right, I'm, I'm about to say something you guys are about to hang up on me. I <laughs> swear to God, but fuck it. <laughs> so be it. I made a dish out of Coolio's cookbook. <laughs> Uh, Let me speak Let me speak though I made made shrimp Off of Coolio's cookbook And I You know I got it sent to me as a prize Or something you know And um I really like made like shrimp Off of this and it came out good (laughs) I, I kid you not And Coolio knows What he's doing in the cook And well, here's the, thing about,
3: here's the thing about cookbooks and recipes. I'm going to give you a little something,
5: because we're going
3: to try to end a little bit early tonight by 930. Um, yeah. Is this. When you follow a recipe, especially out of a book, it's just a basic formula. Always take it and make your own. If you want to add more garlic to it, do it. If you're making it, you think you all of a sudden need some cilantro, add it. Take the recipe as a basic guideline and then add your own your own thing in or something that your grandmother did along with the recipe and something that you like and make it your own. Yeah.
4: But how about like Coolio making
1: a cookbook? Dude, well listen, there kinda of gets me crazy. But it's that's really like a, a publicity thing. Absolutely. Because okay. here's Freddie Prince Jr. just came I'm out, out with a, with a cookbook that. just recently. And the picture on the cover, he's holding the knife the worst way you can hold a knife. He's smiling. He's got his hands all up on the blade and everything like he's going to cut his fingers off. He he didn't write a damn thing in that cookbook. It's just his publicist said, listen, we have someone that wants to write recipes. Put your name on it. Tell (coughs) them what you like. Boom, he's got a cookbook. (coughs) Now he's on talk shows. And he's, he's also hosting some other show now. And it's all publicity. When you see a celebrity writing a cookbook, they probably have their mortgage payment
2: due. Right.
5: Exactly. (laughs) Hey, I'm not in the spotlight. I'm broke. Somebody publish something with my face on it, please. Exactly. And do you know, I couldn't even, I've
1: been trying to do a cookbook. I have one written and all that stuff. You can't get it unless you self publish it and pay you know, whatever it is, thousands of dollars to get it printed for you, and then you have to go and sell it and everything. No one's going to, they only let people write cookbooks that, I mean the big companies, that are already known, and people will just buy it because of their name. You look well, at cookbooks, less and less and less and less chefs writing cookbooks. It's all, you know, Real Housewives, Mob Wives this reality guy, this boxer, this baseball player, this one, that one, and the other one. That's it.
5: Yeah. You know? Okay.
1: I mean, you, you see Anthony Bourdain, Very. I don't even think yeah. he's got cookbooks out. He's got novels, because he likes to write novels. That's how he got noticed. He was, he was a run-of-the-mill chef of a small restaurant downtown. He was a heroin addict, and he just wrote about his life, and now he's on every show... He's got his own traveling shows and stuff because he oh, yo, got out Clem. there writing a book. Yo, Clem,
4: you're from Long Island, you said, right?
1: Clem's from Staten Island. He just stepped yeah. out one second. He's, yeah, he's from he was from Mulberry Street in Little Italy and Staten Island. But he, lived, oh, he okay. lived in Long Island for a while and worked out there.
4: Is he done, though, or is he still here?
1: He just ran and grabbed a phone call because he always gets phone calls during the show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, nah, I, I wanted, I want, I wanted to ask him about. There was a, um, but wh- what's his Twitter address again?
1: It's Chef Clem seventy. C H E F C L E M seven zero. He doesn't know oh. it. I do because I tweet for him. Oh, oh, oh coming
2: back here. Well, Yo, that's
1: gonna
5: you... be pretty raw. Yeah.
4: Yo, Clem, you used to go to pizza spots in Queens or no?
5: Nah,
2: I don't fucking know. Fuck, fuck, fuck.
4: Oh, (laughs) this is.
2: Nah, because there's a spot in Woodside.
4: What? There's a spot in Woodside, Queens that I I was wondering if you remember.
1: What's the name of it? Woodside, Queens Pizzeria? Pretty famous.
4: Nah,
3: it was. Who uh, wants to know uh, if
1: you ever ate pizza in Queens? The only one I've eaten
3: in Queens is, uh,. The one off, uh, oh shit, what is it called?
4: It was on 68th Avenue. It's not the same no more, though. They changed the owners, and the pizza is just pizza not the by same. Days. what
2: the fuck is it
4: called? What but I remember going I there every day, like, extra cheese, please, <laughs> as a little kid. And, then when and they that's you went to. You extra
3: cheese on pizza. But anyway, we're getting down to the end of the show. Um, we got to wrap it up. We're gonna be back in two weeks. Next week, Rob will be out in California. The week after that is Fourth of July, and then we'll be back with our all new Big and Beefy. We got a lot of guests lined up. We got some new things happening. Man. Hopefully by then we'll have tasted spankies and uh.
1: Well, we got. Let me just before we leave. I got to announce the winner. And okay. I gotta. I gotta taste the walnuts. <laughs> 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 all right. Grandma's win. But it was, there was a lot of people in my, like Adam Parker, buddy that's big bacon guy, big Clem fan from Big Brother, said, depends on the grandmother. His definitely not, but his friends were fantastic. There you go. <laughs> <But> <laughs> grandma's <laughs> win. Too bad. Yeah, grandma's I wish good. I could be on the grandma train, but I never had a good meal for my grandmother. So, yeah. so two, weeks, two weeks from now?
2: Yeah.
1: Two weeks from now, July 11th. Or something like that, July eleventh, uh, whatever. But tomorrow is uh, okay. All right. Well, tomorrow is the official start of summer. Okay. So, you know, maybe we oh, can. Oh, by the way, how are guys? All right. Ah, thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. But start of summer, we didn't really get our top five going. You know, I was gonna you know. I don't even think we planned on having one. No. But tomorrow's the start of summer, June twenty first. And here we go with the heat and the chafing. I'm I'm so psyched. Gonna play a tune now, a little Van Halen with uh uh what happened. Steve, no, I just had, oh there it is. All right, so we'll see you in two weeks. Keep chewing the fat, my yeah, people. Baby. And uh the peace out, Cub scouts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh.